Ой, брала девка Welcome to the first Xena episode of the Just Gals Being Pals podcast. I'm your host, Bob. And I'm your co-host, Spicy Caitlin. Oh no, I'm also a co-host. I shouldn't <laughs> take that much credit. <laughs> or we could both be hosts and throw the co out. Oh, that's... We're both, we're both we just could, hosts. Yeah. Oh, we're that's hosts. totally. We're, we're both fully... We're full hosts. Yes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Excellent. We're going through the entirety of Xena from beginning to end, and uh, if you checked our feed, we've got a few of the prequel episodes when Xena appeared on Hercules, but this is the very first of the Xena Warrior Princess show. Yes. So we're very excited to finally get on to real Xena. Those ones were appetizers. These ones are entrees. (laughs) So this one is uh, called Sins of the Past, and... uh, Caitlin, you're going to tell us what happened in Sins of the you Past. All about it. All about Sins of the Past. We open up on our precious princess, clad in her armor atop her steed, surveying the remains of a village destroyed, reliving the past, the sins of the past. Her guilt is palpable as a child begs for food and talks about his dead parents. Filled with regret, she buries her armor and her weapons in the forest, intending to leave them there. But just as she disarms herself, a band of brigands drives a group of villagers, containing a very feisty Gabrielle, into her way. She yet again takes up arms, but this time to protect the innocent, and she likes it. Gabrielle is excited and grateful for Zena's presence in the town, but the rest of the villagers differ and ask Zena to leave. Mm -hmm. Zena tells Gabby she can't come along, and we know that's not going to fly. Zena takes off on her own while Gabby tries to leave the town unnoticed to follow. Zena heads off to have a sexy argument with Draco, some lame-ass jackass. She asks him to spare Gabby's village, and he whines about how he wants to battle her or bang her, and she won't let him do either. Whatever classic after promising to spare the village he then makes plan to destroy xena's hometown and spread fake news that she's actually behind the army that is responsible for it what a jerk xena heads home to see her mom who is not happy to see her no one is we learn that xena stirred up trouble the last time she was in town and it led to some bad shit happening including the death of her brother for which her mother clearly blames her Xena struggles with her mommy issues, and the town learns of Draco's army's work and tries to stone her. But Gabby shows up and gives the first of many speeches about how Xena is a changed woman. Luckily, it works, and Xena does not get stoned. Gabby talks Xena into taking her along, and Xena goes, uh, takes her to the family crypt thing. She talks to her dead brother's cask. He's got this cool, detailed stone cast thing that makes me think it takes a lot of fucking work to bury someone during this time period with all that carved stone. Flashback to Draco invading Amphipolis as the villagers hope to buy peace with an offering and a pledge to supply troops for his army. Draco counteroffers by asking for Xena, but they've already kicked her out. Luckily, she didn't leave. She's going to fight, fight, fight his ass. Draco gives her a gross offer to join him, or fight him, mano e mano. She takes the latter. They fight on a scaffold, and the first person to touch the ground dies. The fight begins. They dramatically run out of scaffolding and start fighting while standing on top of people in what is possibly the most unrealistic fight scene in the history of unrealistic fight scenes, and it's fucking wonderful. (laughs) By the time the end of the fight comes around, Xena is able to win, after a tiny bit of help from Gabby. 
and the town now loves her. They offer her the loot wagon, but she doesn't want their shit. Her mom decides to love her again, though, and gives her a big mom hug. Aww. Xena heads back out to her travels, and Gabby again follows, forcing her company onto Xena and convincing her to let her tag along. As they walk off into the sunset, Xena warns Gabby that danger lies upon her warrior path. But Gabby assures her that it's fine. They're already friends now, and bring on the danger. <laughs> Ray. The end. They're already friends. Best friends by episode one. <laughs> Done. <laughs> now bring on the adventure. I'm already in love with Gabby, though. She makes such a just wonderful entrance into the show. Right? Yeah. Oh. She's off with all of the, the women that they've corralled into mm-hmm. this, this one area, but she's the one who stands up. Yep. And she tries to, like, sacrifice herself for everyone. So, like, the first second you meet her, you're like, that bitch is brave. <laughs> And I think Xena recognizes that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sees it, and she's like, damn, village girl. <laughs> you got chops. Mm, chops. Yeah. <laughs> Being of words, there's a, there's a pretty great fight scene with them. Is that your, your best stunt is included in that fight scene? Uh, Yeah. So that's a pretty long fight scene when Xena takes back up her sword immediately after laying it down. Right. <laughs> she laid down arms for like eight seconds. <laughs> She's um, stuck in the woods with her skivvies because she yeah. buried it all. <laughs> I think they just wanted an underwear scene. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in that fight scene with all those guys, there's quite a few extras in there. NPCs. This javelin is like sticking into the ground and she starts flinging herself around it like it's a stripper pole. And it's just like it's like she's just spinning around it, kicking people in the face and and doing her war cry. And it's so freaking great. She kicks like 12 people. And then the Mohawk guy just like slices it off the ground. And then she goes flying and lands on top of him. And it's just ridiculous. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. And then she uses it as like a bow staff and knocks down four guys at once. Yeah. So Everything like, just like rolls into the next thing. It's yeah. so great. The the choreography, the fight scenes, they're just so much fun. Yeah, I think this is a really great introduction to Xena's new choreography. Just yeah. that like everything is like a little ridiculous to the point that it's fun, but not, you know, not always crazy over the top, but it's just It's so much more active than what we saw in Hercules. And like, this is, I think, why I noticed it so dramatically, because I had just been watching these first episodes. Mm -hmm. And like, you see it here where there's there's so much going on in that fight scene. There's so many people (laughs) and so many weapons flying around. And it's all of it is really active and fast and fun. Yeah. And a lot of people interacting all at once Mm -hmm. and not just like a bunch of people standing around waiting for their turn to punch you. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's my turn to swing my sword and you jump. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun, super high energy, and we're just like, yes, Xena is here. This is my show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I think getting into that that too, the, those are Draco's men. The main guy, Hector, I think he has the uh, the same like mohawk holder type deal yeah. on his head that Draco has, but he doesn't pull it off nearly no. as well as Draco Mm-mm. does. Draco looks pretty hot with that on. And <laughs> it almost looks like it's like part of his hair or something. Yeah, or it's his hard to hair sell. is woven into it. It looks way more natural yeah. on him and on this other guy. You're just like, ah. Uh, like, <laughs> did you steal that from someone who was dead and then put it on your head? <laughs> it just, yeah, it looks rough in comparison. We get to see the Xena intro for the first time. There is only one shot of Gabrielle in the entire intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have it's you just... heard that story? No, I haven't. Apparently, they didn't want... Uh, well, I think, no, there's more than one shot, but there's no shots of Xena and Gabrielle in the same shot 
in the oh. intro because they I never noticed they didn't want to play up to the the possible lesbian aspect of it so it was like no they can't be in the same shot in the intro like just, that would give it away they're just pals <laughs> It's okay. Just pals, not even ever on the TV together. <laughs> right. And of course, the, you know, the passion has to be a guy. Right. But Always. It's, it's still a good intro, though. They got some yeah. really interesting stuff in there. There's some effects of things that have never happened in the show, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, I keep waiting for one of them, and I have yet to see it. Which one is that? The water one. Oh, the Poseidon yeah. one? There is later... One with Poseidon, I think it's like somewhere in second season or something. Hmm, but okay. this was this was like a shot that they just made for the intro. Which one is it? And eventually that I mean that that shot of Poseidon. Oh, it is. Yeah. And then they actually eventually come back and do an episode about it. And then the shot that's in that episode is very similar, but it's a new shot. <laughs> so it looks a little different. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So it's it's funny that they just like we're just going to throw this in here, and eventually we'll kind of retroactively we'll see if we can use it later. It. <laughs> Put it in the costume box, right? Well, there's a lot of a lot of shots from this particular episode, just because pilot and they had things around and they right. shot things separately just for the intro. Uh, apparently, they were just they just did like a day or or so of shooting, just like randomly around the town, hmm. <laughs> you know, around around these parts of New Zealand, and like. Her swinging the sword up on the cliff top and that little smile she gives and everything—that's all just for the intro. But I do like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to see her smile. Yeah. at least once in every episode, yeah. even if it's not part of the episode proper. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy it every time I see it. I watch the whole intro on every episode. I never skip it. Yeah, and me too. Whenever it gets to that part, I'm always like, I can't help but not smile back at her. <laughs> I can just not, oh, not to oh. be the a guy who's like, you should smile more, but. <laughs> because some of the episodes she's very like pissed off and i've got all of this weight on me you know everything's very kind of depressing because i've done all this terrible shit and i need to atone for it but yeah just (sighs) breathe for a moment and like a lot of even just her kind of her sense of humor is so much more reserved so even when she does find things like that gabby says amusing she'll tend to just like scoff and not give you that real Mm -hmm. just like fun happy smile that you see more when she's like like when she's sword fighting uh at the beginning of this episode in that battle Uh she gives a big laugh that is just so genuine you get to see a really fun smile there too (laughs) and you really don't see her do that very often right but we saw it more when she was like evil battling yeah um it's like spock you know in the the pilot episode he gets to smile a little but (laughs) yeah not so much later and then never again (laughs) what was your favorite stunt or costume. I was I was gonna do Draco's Mohawk holder as the the best costume, but I actually I really really love that final fight sequence where they're they're up on the scaffolding, and then Zena breaks the scaffolding, so all they have is the side rails, and then they break the side rails, and all they have is the upright pylons. Yeah. Then those start to break, and then they're just walking on the heads of everybody <laughs> in the in the crowd. And there's, you know, some of the little, those little crowd shout outs that I love is like, oh, Zeno, you could walk on my shoulders, kind of. We'll help you, Zeno. <laughs> yeah. I love how stilted they always sound. It's so off fun. Off the hook. Right? So good. And then she lands, like, she knocks him over. He's on the ground. She lands on his chest. It's like, I still haven't touched the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But you have. Mm, what are we going to do about that? <laughs> yeah, you told your men to kill the first person who touches the ground. Yeah, and then his guess, dudes are all like, oh, uh, putting their bows down. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 
men that, of their word, huh? That fight was good. Yeah, I love that so much. So that that is a super great intro to mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. choreography and stuff. Like, but buckle we'll up, see. bitches! We're gonna get wild. Yeah, I had for for my just gals being pals moment. We're trying to uh, you know find moments where they're just there's a little bit something more than being pals <laughs> <laughs> in there. And mine was when uh, Zena goes to uh, check out her brother's sarcophagus. And <laughs> I love, she says, she like blows the dust off of it and says, you always did have trouble keeping your face clean. <laughs> it was kind of like this bittersweet moment, touching moment. But, uh, you know, she's just kind of talking to her brother and says, you know, it's it's hard to be alone. And then Gabrielle is in the doorway kind of eavesdropping and says, you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm following you everywhere. <laughs> I'm stalking you. <laughs> I'm you literally not allowing you to be alone. <laughs> I know you wanted a private moment with your dead brother, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I am persistent. Oh, I fucking love you, Gabby. Yeah. My gals me pals moment was at the end of this episode where I don't know how much time has passed, but at maximum a couple of days, like they really just met each other, but they're walking off into the sunset and, and Zena's like warning her like, yo, like I'm a warrior, like dangerous shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's just like, you know, that's just what friends do. And we're friends. And, it, and Zena's just like, Okay, friend. <laughs> I think this relationship definitely starts out a little bit lopsided. Sure. In, in the sense of like, uh, Gabby has not yet really shown Xena all the ways in which she is also a warrior, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, you know, part of this journey. But yeah, this you see the beginning of that where Gabby is just so obsessed with Xena. And Xena's just like, okay, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's go. And I think to that, like... It's right off the bat when when Gabby is standing up for the the people in her village against these terrible guys, and she's like immediately, "Oh, that that kick you do! You got to teach me that." She's like very into it. <laughs> yes, I feel like she's as formidable with her words mm-hmm. as as Zena is with her sword and yeah, you know, yeah, her flying kicks and all of that. She's able to talk her way out of the situation with the cyclops, mm-hmm. and that her being. Or wanting to be a bard at this point, but she already kind of is. Mm-hmm. You know, she's yeah. able to tell these stories and get people on her side, and, and she's got that charisma bonus. Yeah, I left that Cyclops scene out of my summary, but I thought it was interesting the way that those scenes were really similar in the sense of both were attacked by the Cyclops and escaped him in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I like how, like, this is day one of us knowing who Gabby is and she talks herself out of like she was already caught she was she was like toast she was dead Mm -hmm. and she talked herself out of it just with seemingly no effort right she's just like is able to just do it she doesn't get scared or Mm -hmm. like anything she just like I don't know you just see that instant courage and that just quick wit and it's just a cool way for her to to kind of like kick open the door and be like, I'm motherfucking Gabby. <laughs> I'm here to save your ass. She lays down in the middle of a, a road <laughs> yes. with no thought to her safety. <laughs> it waits for uh, someone to stop on the road and right. hopefully give her a ride. <laughs> Ideally not run her over. And then he doesn't want to give her a ride and she has to talk herself into it. Yep. 
in fact, by getting him to tell his stories to her, that, mm-hmm. that's when it turns around and he's like, well, I guess I can tell you the story. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on top here. Yeah. I think that's part of what is so cool about her showing up to stop the stoning thing because mm-hmm. Xena intentionally doesn't want her to follow her and like doesn't provide her with any information mm-hmm. to help her follow her or anything and kind of Gabby does all of this on her own. She's not helped at all and she still manages to get there and talk Xena out of a shitty situation mm-hmm. with no help from anybody, just on her own skin of her own teeth. Yeah. Which is a gross expression. <laughs> teeth do not have skin. <laughs> Oh man, That's, <laughs> that is a long time pet peeve of mine too. It was like, ew, <laughs> skin of your teeth. Ugh. Anyway, now I just have horror movies in my head. When Xena grabs Hector, she does the punching you in the neck a couple of times. I've cut off the flow of blood to your brain. Oh You'll be dead God. in 20 seconds unless you tell me what I want to know. I love that. That's a great little like super technique for her where it's, Again, like a little like Spock. She has like a little special pinch that Mm -hmm. she can do (laughs) that makes you do what she wants you to. She's definitely going to use it more than (laughs) like, I don't know. They use it a lot in this season. (laughs) And I think it's kind of funny because she does it to people so often to get them to tell her information. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, how often does she let people die from this and just like not learn anything because like does it work every time like i don't know because like torture doesn't really work Mm -hmm. in theory i don't know i think i overthink it but like she's just always using it to get information i'm like what about that person that's just like no or doesn't know Mm -hmm. like i don't know and she's just like all right peace Mm. maybe when she was i think it comes up eventually that like someone just doesn't talk and she eventually just Uh, relents and lets them out of it Yeah. And let's them breathe. Or yeah. Let's the blood flow. But uh, we'll get to that eventually. I'm yeah, sure. I guess we'll see it when it happens. It is a nice tool in your toolbox, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I know all the pressure points. Mm-hmm. And she's got her new armor along with that. Mm-hmm. Her new final armor that <laughs> stays pretty much the same throughout yeah. the series. There's like tiny adjustments mm-hmm. at season breaks here and there, but pretty much the same. We do see a couple scenes where she's not wearing the breastplate, though. Mm-hmm. And it makes her, the top of it look a lot more kind of like a dress, I guess. Yeah, um, it's like this leather underdress mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, it's cool looking. It's not, like hugs her even more, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> um, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really, it's nice looking. I like it. I want it in my closet. Mm-hmm. Looks expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> This episode is just a lot of fun. We meet Xena's mother, who says some rough shit. <laughs> She's like, I'm not your mother anymore. <laughs> this isn't your town. And then at the end of it, she's not even like, I'm sorry. She just like walks up to her and she's like, I take you back and hug, hug, hug. But like, that was some fucked up shit to say to your child. Yeah. But apparently, I don't know if they made it super clear here, but I think they make it clear later that like, she took people from the village to be part of her army and that's and they've like all of these guys died right so yeah. they're like super pissed at her for taking all of her kids off and getting them killed and yeah they talk about it later in season one mm-hmm. but it was like in defense of the village 
So there was like a reason for it, but that yeah, they tried to like fight and like a bunch of people died and they lost and it was terrible and they were all like, it's a hundred percent your fault and not the fault of the people who tried to kill us. It's all your fault, Xena. Mm-hmm. So you're kicked out of town. And like Seems harsh. I, I think I know, right? And I think that was the incident that spurred her to become Xena Warrior Princess too, because like when that happened, like shit started popping off and mm, her brother like- died. And she was like, to war I go! <laughs> the best defense is a good offense kind of thing. Right. She wanted yeah. people to be afraid of her village and not right. just to leave it alone. Exactly. And then at the end of all of that, she defeats Draco. And the villagers, instead of their their immediate response was not necessarily, thank you so much. It was, well, you can have the loot weapons <laughs> that we prepared. Yeah. Well, we'll like, pay you, of course. <laughs> I don't I don't want your money. I did this because it's my village that I grew up in. And, <laughs> I like how insulted she is by that, too, her. though. Yeah. It's part of kind of her new identity. It's just like, I don't want your fucking shit. Because that used to be her thing. It's like, I'm attacking you to take your shit. Right. And so now she's just like, I have more honor personally than I do desire for right. your wealth. I mean, but to be fair, she hasn't been on the good side of things for that long. So it's, you know, it's it's a very reasonable reaction for the villagers to have. It's it's just kind of a little bittersweet. It's like, you know, I saved you and at least I'm welcomed back by some people, Mm -hmm. but some, you know, most of you still don't trust me and it's going to take a while to earn that trust back. I was wondering what the timeline was and if we knew what that village, which village that was supposed to be at the beginning of the episode. I didn't bother looking it up. But I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be the same village that her army had burned. Oh, the burnt village? Yeah. I that was the same one that I don't know. Darfus burned to the ground or whatever. Well, it said that she finds the kid in this burned village and he says that Xena did it. Xena killed right. them and all that. So mm-hmm. I wonder if I assume it's like right it's it's right in this timeline. It's not like a flashback or something. Right. So I assume maybe Draco was already doing things under Xena's name in order to get her mm-hmm. t- to try and get her in, in trouble Maybe. or get her to come join with him, that sort of thing. Well, and if we think back to the Hercules timeline, I don't think that there was very much time between when she lost her army mm-hmm. and when she became good, like days, right? I think. Yeah. And, you know, became good, quote unquote, went off with Hercules to whatever, smooch. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and so maybe she burned that village last week. I don't know. Yeah, it, it could wasn't be. still on fire. Yeah, that was the thing <laughs> that it was still on fire. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It was like smoldering, and I don't know. You just couldn't tell. Yeah, it seemed like it had to have been within a day or two of mm-hmm. her coming to the village. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll try not to overthink it, but <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a hundred percent sure about that. But yeah, maybe her, I also was thinking maybe her army continues to roam the countryside doing whatever, whoever survived. Yeah, it certainly could be. I don't um, think we really caught back up with them. Because mm-hmm, they, Darfus took them off and then Darfus died. So I don't know. I guess he went and got some more dudes, but I don't know if those are the same dudes or different dudes. Yeah. All NPCs look the same. <laughs> well, sadly, there is no comedic disclaimer in this episode. I wonder trying to remember when that actually starts yeah i don't know we'll have to find out i've never paid attention uh, because as we learned my xena on my amazon prime player thingy 
Or it wants to skip past. <laughs> yeah, it skips past the credits and just goes right to the next episode. So I have never even looked at where the disclaimer shows up. It's always like the final third, like last 10 seconds of the credits, right after uh, Alex Beaton, producer for Action Pack or whatever. There's a almost every episode, there's a disclaimer that is just like a comedy disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We got one last episode for uh, Unchained Heart. What was it? I don't it was remember. like no women and children were murdered. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't even remember now. Please go back and listen to our last episode and let us know. <laughs> yeah, they did talk about women and children being murdered a lot. But you do have a quote. Oh, yeah. Quote. My quote. <laughs> oh, my God. My quote was this. She'd never let a man get close enough to do her. At least not that kind of do her. Gabby being just freaking incredibly hilarious and it is just so freaking funny it's during the scene where she's talking herself out of the cyclops's net basically mm-hmm. basket that he wove and she's giving this just kind of like hilarious sort of monologue but back and forth with the the cyclops about how she's gonna go capture Xena and she's gonna murder her and how nobody would expect her to be the the assassin because she's <laughs> just a young girl and right. oh my gosh it's just so great it is such a you know just classic example of of what we're gonna see for the next however many seasons six seasons and yeah. it's really fun just love it absolutely is there anything else we missed. Um, I don't know. I'm really freaking excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to just keep watching them. It's hard to like stop and slow down and think about it more. Yeah. Because I'm just like, watch more, watch more. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about that too, just to like really think about each of these episodes and, mm-hmm. and spend a little bit more time figuring out, okay, why do I like this so much? Mm-hmm. Pick them apart. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I am super excited to keep going. Well, next week we have the next episode, which is called chariots of war and uh, we'll be back for that. So please like, and subscribe or whatever it is that you do with podcasts these days. <laughs> we are on just gals being pals.com is the website where you can find all of our back episodes and also a link to contact us. If you want to share your thoughts or feelings or Tell us we're doing something terribly wrong. Any of that is great. <laughs> uh, and we're also at Xena Pals on Twitter. Yeah. Caitlin, say your thing. Uh, take really fucking good care of yourselves and drink a lot of water. Oh, yeah. Drink it. It's good for you and you need it. And without it, you might die. Be well. Be well.